Greetings from Littleton, Colorado. Your hostess on this voyage is Rachel. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. I'm going to open up with my knowledge of Littleton, Colorado, and where I'm going to lead this episode, which is Columbine. Space Cord. Space Cord. Did not know Littleton existed before that. Definitely any time I hear about it after the fact, that's what I think of. And when I think of Columbine, I actually go back to my experience, which I was in high school in Southern California. It was pretty shocking how affected I was by it. I remember also having an AOL account and I remember trying to go on to chat to Littleton, Colorado people to just try and connect to like what was actually on the ground happening because you know all that we would hear was from the news and it was just this like enormous tragedy and then just being afraid at school I remember everybody was going to the ASB office calling their parents just wanting to leave because someone could be coming to the school to do the same thing you know like it was mass hysteria amongst like me and my peers why would someone do that how were they able to do that all of the questions that come with it as I'm here with natives of Littleton, <laughs> and I mentioned that, you guys were like, yeah, you know, this, this comes up all the time for you. So I'm very interested in how that has affected your life. We would like to introduce you to Sierra, Aries Sun, Leo Moon, Leo Rising. So I don't remember where I was, what I was doing, because I was like two. Yeah, we have a very interesting backstory because we were pretty young. Yeah. This is also we were born what in '97, both of us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, we were very young. I but, would assume for both of us, like we just heard stories after yeah, the fact. Right. But we also kind of experienced a lot of the aftermath growing up, going mm. through elementary school. Like I remember active shooter drills throughout mm. public school here. Do you also have natural disaster drills? Like, do you have earthquake drills? Our location here, we really right. don't have natural disasters. Mm-hmm. Like, we're too close to the mountains for a tornado, so we would do one tornado drill a year. Okay. We'd do fire drills, a bear outside, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Earthquakes, like, they told us what to do, but we did it, like, once every couple years. What do you call it? Shooter? Active shooter active drills. Active shooter drills. Yep. What does that entail? Like, what is... So, this is actually really interesting because I just had this conversation with my friends from college in Iowa a couple months ago because they had no idea. They didn't do that. And my friend was like, well, if that happens here, I'm just leaving. Like, I'm running. I'm mm-hmm. leaving. And I was like, no. Like, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, <laughs> you, you would think, but you can't because that just draws more attention, um, not only to you, but to other people around you that are trying to hide. And they would go through and measure out with the local police department through the windows and the doors, what areas you could not see from any window, any door. And that's like, they would draw lines with tape and you would have to stay like your whole class, like sitting on top of each other, had to stay behind Mm -hmm. these like barrier, like lines so that if anyone were to look through, they can't see anyone. And they'd turn the lights off and close the blinds. And we had a parchment paper next to the doors, put it up um, to cover the windows so that they couldn't see at all. Your whole class is just piled up on top of each other under desks. You're 
you're definitely yeah. in a way. Like they <laughs> take the drills very seriously. Yeah. And one thing that I learned from my teacher when we were doing one of these practice drills is you're not allowed to talk. And if you have to talk, talk as quietly as you can without whispering. Because when you whisper, the letter or the sound S carries at a higher frequency than any other letter. And that can be heard outside. So when you hear whispering, you hear that S sound which is crazy. Wow. <laughs> and if you think about it, yeah, like it makes sense. And that's what will give people away. Mm -hmm. And um, it'll be okay. Like if you just, like you really have to stay calm and just listen mm -hmm. and be aware, but mm -hmm. which is hard in that situation. So even though you were really young, right? Two years old babies, like mm -hmm. did you have families within your direct circles that were affected, injured, or even killed? We would like to introduce you to Logan, Aries Sun, Cancer Moon, Libra Rising. So I actually had a babysitter when mm -hmm. I was really, really young. Mm -hmm. um, her name was Rachel, and she was one of the girls who was killed. Mm -hmm. Scott. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Rachel Scott. And she actually, her family wrote a book. Her, yeah. Her and it was family. called She Said Yes. One of them asking if she believed in God. Like my experience mm -hmm. with the aftermath of it was mm -hmm. very based around religion. Okay. Both of my parents, are, I grew up very Christian. Mm -hmm. So it was very based around like following your faith and like saying yes to someone who's asking if you're mm -hmm. religious or not could potentially put you in this situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what I was raised with also I don't remember I was so young I don't remember right. I don't right. I just know that she was in my like very close to my family mm -hmm. yeah. so when you were saying Sierra that in college I mean even still right those are your peers who were also two years old mm -hmm. when it happened but they're still referencing Littleton as mm -hmm. Columbine yep. right my peers families that I would take to lunch um, that were visiting campus. They'd ask me, where are you from? And I would say Denver, mm. um, just because everyone knows Denver. Mm -hmm. And then some of them would be like, oh, where specifically? And I'd be like, Littleton. Like, oh, Columbine. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, it, I mean, did it's, you did you even structure the, like where you're from saying Denver because of the attention that yeah, Littleton has Yeah, definitely. I know my freshman year, I would just say Littleton and literally everyone would bring up Columbine and the thing that bothered me most about it is I didn't realize how much fear there still was which I found was interesting because growing up here since then I've just experienced like when I hear Columbine I think of just all the love and support behind the community mm. bringing it back up mm. and like within this bubble that we have the first thing that flashes through my mind is the blue heart and the silver ribbon Columbine's colors and just I think of the memorial and I think of Rachel Scott and her family because I remember in high school, her uncle, I believe, came to our school mm -hmm. and gave a whole t like presentation, but like uplifting and powerful. But mm -hmm. it just really surprises me when people just jump straight to the fear, which is I totally understand because of all the shootings we still have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's just a couple last week and mm -hmm. it's still crazy. But like for me, I hear Columbine and I just think of love. And so I, I think it's that like native perspective and growing up here, seeing that transformation, mm -hmm. but then still kind of forgetting that 
there is that outside world that did grow up with it and mm -hmm. was in high school during that time and had those emotions still attached to it. Mm -hmm. And then there's the younger generation that just heard about it. Mm -hmm. And like aftermath until now and they're dealing with their own aftermath right. yeah. from it. So I know for me going off of that, when I was younger, like since I didn't experience that moment of like where I was, where it happened or when it happened and having those feelings, I was mm -hmm. very disconnected from it until mm -hmm. I got older. Mm. And so, yeah, like it really is all those, all those, all those emotions definitely come up when you do talk about it, like even now, um, like a lot hasn't been released with mm. it mm -hmm. um, because it was so yet like you don't know how to deal with that. Right. And I remember, I don't know if you watched this too, Sierra, but I remember in middle school or high school, um, there was a lot of talk going around about Columbine for some reason. It might have been after the speaker or something came mm -hmm. up along the school and I know that the there was a video online that like the security footage mm. of oh yeah of that's it. When, and yep. I remember I watched it and that's like what really got me because they have mm. the footage online mm. that you can, you can like, YouTube anyone it. can see it yeah it's on YouTube yeah it's like mm -hmm. really it was really horrific but and I just like yeah. I felt like at the time since I wasn't like I hadn't experienced or I hadn't experienced any emotions from that that I just like needed to watch it mm. <laughs> yeah Sure. So I watched it, and mm -hmm. I watched the whole thing, and by the end, I was traumatized by the end of it. Like, you don't, like, no one should yeah. ever watch that, but, yeah, right. it was just, like, something that was going around, and I And know. I think these are probably, and I yeah. mean, I don't know, I haven't seen it on YouTube, but again, those were the clips, I think, that were playing in the news, yeah. you know? So yeah, that's that why, yeah. as well, a, you know, 16-year-old, yeah. it was super, like, super traumatic mm -hmm. and very confusing and definitely stirred up tons of fear. Yeah, it was, it was really crazy. Yeah. It was really crazy. I definitely remember going through that like curiosity phase and I YouTubed it and I remember watching the news clips and the interviews and I remember, I don't know how I stumbled, but they have tapes that they made before mm. just mm -hmm. for fun. It's definitely, it kind of connected that we weren't there. I didn't really experience it, mm -hmm. but it connected that to reality, being here and living down the street and seeing it going to that school for normal things but still mm -hmm. knowing mm -hmm. i don't know how you could measure or know like what the effects or the ripple of right as yep. being so young and not but it sounds like there certainly have been things that changed your life yeah and with the media i will say one thing i'm super proud about is they said i remember in one of the videos that they made they wanted their names to be household names they wanted columbine to be a household name and it is, Columbine is. Not a lot of people actually know their names, which mm. like, I don't know, kind of brings like a sense of relief to me that mm. like, even though I do know their names, but a lot of people don't and that's mm -hmm. how it should be. Like that was their goal mm. and they only succeeded half of it. Mm. Everyone knows Columbine, but if yeah, you said their names, their names, not a lot of people would know yeah. outside of this area. We would like to introduce you to Cody Ann Librasen. Aquarius Moon, Sagittarius Rising. As a transplant <laughs> in Littleton, Colorado, do you have any um, questions that come up regarding Columbine ever when you say you live here? I am a transplant from Wyoming, so I'm neighboring Colorado, and I definitely had the 
preconceived thought of like I can I attached Littleton to Columbine that was my first thought and what's interesting about I guess my background and experience is that I have an elementary education degree in the year of 2019 we are like 220 days into the year and we've had we've experienced over 250 mass shootings and just recently at the end of last school year there was the shooting at STEM elementary that Mm -hmm. was 10 minutes from my house that I live in in Littleton now Mm -hmm. and so it's obviously placed a major focus with my life and thinking about the children and about how the trauma that children are experiencing now is going to affect their future lives as well as future generations because like Logan and Sierra shared they and myself as well in Wyoming we have and as a teacher we have those drills and even those alone can be I mean that's getting into children's heads and then to hear about school shootings it's just really scary as to how it's going to affect the trauma that these children in such a vulnerable mind you know they're still developing and so It's just really like we need to change a lot of things that all of this is stemming to. And I think that one of those is therapy and counseling. I think that our generation is being more open to, you know, breaking the stigma of like you have something wrong with you and that it's embarrassing and that you shouldn't share going to a counselor. But we need to think of the future and what these children are going to be experiencing that we're not even aware of because they're little sponges Mm -hmm. and so I just hope that our future can entail more like free access to counselors and that it won't be as expensive as it is and Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of coming at it with like the point of education because it's just so sad that the children are having to deal with these repercussions of what we've kind of come to as a society and as a transplant yeah like I definitely connected Littleton with Columbine that's definitely the first thing but being here I think that this is a wonderful suburb of Denver it's definitely my favorite that I've ever I've moved around different parts of the city and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a really wonderful place the close access to the mountains is really nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the views I mean we're 10 minutes from Red Rocks Mm -hmm. and you still can easily get to Denver but you're not quite in the midst of the craziness of the city Mm -hmm. and it's just really beautiful out here anything you guys would like to add I mean just to jump on her train she started um, I always just describe it to people that have never been here it's the best of both worlds like Mm -hmm. you get your city life you get your suburb life and you definitely get your mountain life and everything in between and yeah it's quick access to a lot of the main like features Colorado has a lot of the main reasons people come here to visit if you could reprogram people's thoughts instead of having Columbine be the first thing that comes to mind with Littleton what would you have it be I think me personally, it's so weird for me to say this, but I don't think I would change it. I think it definitely still needs to be associated with Columbine, especially with how you're saying everything's still going on. Like this is still a current issue, like as of a week or two ago. I definitely think that there should be the awareness of the fear and the aftermath um, for the kids, for the community, for everyone. But I really wish people saw the love and support within the community. And we're like, here, you bring up Columbine, you think of 
the great sports they have, the schools, the community, everything around it. Like my last thought is what happened mm. on that day. Mm. And I mean, when that day comes around, like I definitely don't think of April 20th as <laughs> like weed day, but. On that day, Columbine does not have school. Yes. Every year. It's like a memorial. Which makes me wonder if that's gonna kind of spread just because this year we had that citizen from Florida who was here on the loose with yeah. the rumors that she was going to shoot up a school. So it makes me, I don't know, as a teacher, once again, I would almost feel comfortable if I were to get a job teaching in Littleton, I almost feel like I would feel more comfortable if the school canceled was canceled on 420. Yeah. Not to live in fear, but... That preventative. Exactly. Yeah. Which is hard because there is that fine line of where do you define fear versus mm -hmm. safety. And that, when that lady was on the loose, like, that was a big thing. Like, schools didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. board members, superintendents, they were up until 3 in the morning trying to figure out what they're going to do. And not like, only schools, but, like, neighbor, like the neighborhoods yeah. surrounding the schools. Yeah. Rec People centers. People were worried about businesses. her breaking into. And that's just one, that's just one person events like this occur just because there needs to be that one event that creates knowledge and understanding and education and makes the outrage in the community to form change. And you continue to uh, illuminate and speak to the like love and the support of Littleton mm -hmm. um, surrounding that event and I'm sure other events as well. In what ways is that being shown? So this past year my sister, her and her volleyball team traveled to Chicago for a tournament and it's a really big tournament nationwide, um, teams cross country come. And it was over April 20th. And I don't know how they connected with this, um, but one of the victim's moms wrote kind of like a memoir, uh, like really short, and they brought it with them. They printed out a bunch of these. Her big thing is acts of service in honor of it. And since my like community service, and since my sister and her team were in Chicago during this time, they couldn't do a community service act. But then they were thinking about it and they made t-shirts with it to bring that awareness out of state. And they handed out her memoir as flyers to like the other teams they played and anyone walking by. And they took pictures of the teams with their shirts and they used that as their act of service and kind of connecting everyone there back home. And so many people were taking pictures and with them and like sharing it on social media. Uh, which is huge like I mean social media that's like that really is our main like news source like that's how I find mm -hmm. out things quicker on Twitter and so it just spread all over and so many people got to hear another story another like source of that positivity behind it and that mm -hmm. love and community support versus just this is what happened and the tragedy side of it that's mm -hmm. definitely something I'm gonna start doing on mm -hmm. that day instead of just thinking about it I'm gonna try to go find some community service that's local here and mm -hmm. maybe print out those flyers handed out kind of mm -hmm. do what they did I found the name so the mom Don Ann Anna Townsend and her daughter was Lauren Townsend who was a victim there and it's this whole story this is the third year that she did it Columbine Day of Service and one of the like the symbolic things behind it is um, so her mom was a coach volleyball coach at the high school mm -hmm. and um, in the story it goes into when she got shot she didn't die right away and she threw her mom the like I love you hand sign and so that's like the symbol behind it. And mm. they took pictures doing that. So I also like to use space court as like a genie lamp, meaning like you can make wishes here. It's the hope that it goes out into the galaxy that we all live in. 
and it's received and ideally granted. Um, I'd like to make a wish that the people of this country can come together and figure out a way that can end this violent epidemic that we're currently undergoing with these mass shootings and that our next leader of this country, our next president, can have the power and the, the most effective state of mind to come up with a solution not by themselves because it's going to take all of us to come together and change the future of this country in that realm because it cannot continue like this. Mine kind of goes off of yours. My wish would just be for something to start clicking in the heads of whoever's in charge <laughs> just to actually start listening because I feel like there's so many issues, not just like this issue, that are just going over their heads and it's always been like this continuous fight and it's very frustrating to have to like it feels like we're on repeat and no one's hearing us while we do feel trapped in our own bubble like we're not being heard like that is so like devastating mentally to so many everyone and that people can find that strength within them to go find the things that they need to do to bring them help mentally supportively however and whatever that may look like for anyone but and hopefully that if we can break that stigma, which we've gotten a lot better about in recent years, um, of mental health, that maybe that will be more beneficial if we open those doors and kind of go around to people who aren't really doing much right now mm -hmm. and just work within the people that are living and breathing and experiencing all this mm -hmm. negativity and hate in the world right now. I would wish for all those to come true. <laughs> I was going to say, do you do you make a wish too? <laughs> um, I mean, it would be for those to come true, earnestly. But I think if I was on the other end of the mic and not spearheading things, hmm, I would wish for less division. You know, there's a million ways that we can divide ourselves. And there's a handful of ways that we can come together. And generally, those are a lot stronger than the things that divide us. And that's easy to do that within your community. You know, it is easy to want kind of like a, you know, a machine from the sky. What is that? Dusak machina, right? In Latin, there's this idea that God can come down from a cloud and like zap things or a new leader could come and do these things. But I really do think it is going to have to come from these local communities and your neighbors even. Who's your neighbor? You know, I would wish for people to know their neighbors. I think that's a good start. <laughs> And on that note, under the full moon, that's almost an Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Let the ceremonies begin. <laughs> and thank you for sharing. Space Court. Space Court.